Welcome to Torah Dimechanach Yomi. My name is Adina Schmidman. Please support Torah Dimechanach Yomi. If you've been with us for two years, learning day in and day out, if you've gained knowledge, been inspired, grown in your connection to the holy words of Nach, please take a moment to give back. It's with your support that we can continue to develop more programming and grow this exceptional community of learners. Give back to the program that has given to you every day from Yehoshua, Perak Aleph, to Divrei Hayamim. Go to ouwomen.org slash 24 and click support us. Your gift makes a difference in the work that we do. And now for today's Perak. Welcome to Tairat Imecha Nach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Refgah Semansen, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayamim Bey's Paraklamad Gimel, Chapter 33. It's somewhat uncomfortable moving into Perak 33, the reign of Manasseh. After things had been in such a good place under the leadership of Chizkiyahu, the Gemara in Brachos relates a conversation between Chizkiyahu and Yeshayahu the prophet about the cause of Chizkiyahu's sickness being his selecting not to engage with the mitzvah of procreation. Chizkiyahu opted out because he had seen through divine inspiration that his offspring would not be virtuous. Yeshayahu tells him that it's not his call to neglect a mitzvah. A person doesn't know the secrets behind Hashem's mitzvahs and needs to leave the outcomes to Hashem. Chizkiyahu listens to Yeshayahu. We see he has a son, Menashe, whose wickedness we all might have wished would not have entered the world. But Chizkiyahu did what he was supposed to do and what we are all supposed to do, just follow Hashem's directions Keep his commandments. Menashe becomes king aged 12, and he reigns for 55 years in Yerushalayim. He did evil in Hashem's eyes, like the abominations of the nations whom Hashem had driven out from before the children of Israel. In Pesukim 3 to 11, Menashe builds up the Bameis again, the high places that his father Chizkiyahu shattered. He puts up altars to the Baalim and makes Asherahs, and prostrates himself to all the heavenly hosts and serves them. He builds altars in the Beis Hamikdash, the Beis Hamikdash about which Hashem had said, In Yerushalayim shall my name be forever. Menashe builds altars to all the heavenly hosts, in the two courtyards of the Beis Amikdash. He passes his children through the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinoim. This is worship of the idol Molech, as per Metzudah's David. Other things he practices include sorcery, witchcraft, communication with the dead. He does more and more evil in Hashem's eyes, to anger Hashem. Radak, on the similar account in the Book of Kings 2, chapter 20, says that Manasseh removed the fire from above that had been on the altar in the Besamikdash since it had descended there in the time of Shlomo. This act of Manasseh's to remove the fire, he did this to anger Hashem. 
He places a Pesel Hasemel. Pesel is an idol, and Hasemel, says Mitsudas Tsiain, is something with form. Menasha places an idolatrous form that he has made in the Beis Amigdash. He places it in the Beis Amigdash, about which Hashem had said to David and his son Shloima, Posuk 7, Babayas Hazer Uvi Yerushalayim Asher Bacharti Mikol Shivte Yisrael, Osim Es Shmila Eloim. In this house and in Yerushalayim, which I have chosen from all the tribes of Yisrael, I will place my name forever. Radak renders Le Eloim the same as Le Eloim forever. And I will not continue to remove Yisrael's foot from upon the land which I gave to your fathers. Only if they will be careful to do all that I commanded them. All the Torah, the statutes, the laws through Moshe. Menasha leads Yehuda and the inhabitants of Yerushalayim to do evil more than the nations whom Hashem had destroyed before the children of Yisrael. Malbim, on the similar account in the book of Kings 2, chapter 21, says that because the people didn't listen to the words of the Torah, Menasha was able to lead them astray. Had they listened to the Torah, they would have rebelled against Menasha. So there is also responsibility on the people. Continuing in Divrei Hayam in Be'ez chapter 33, Posuk 10, Hashem speaks to Menasha and to his people via prophets, as per Mitzudah's David, but they don't pay attention. Hashem brings the officers of the king of Assyria's army against them. They capture Menashe with Choichim, Posuk 11. Mitzudah's David says this refers to rings that are placed in the cheeks of an animal to lead it against its will, forcefully. And they tie him up with chains and lead him to Bavel, Posuk 12. Uchahatzer loi, chila espanei Hashem aleikov, vayikonama oid milifnei aleikei avoisov. And when he was distressed, he implored Hashem, his God, and he humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. Posuk 13, He prayed to him, and he, Hashem, Hashem was entreated to him, meaning Hashem accepted his prayer as per Mitzurah and heard his plea. Malbim explains that his imploring Hashem is to remove his anger, and the tefillah is to express desire. He returned him to Yerushalayim, to his kingship. Hashem returned Menashe to Yerushalayim, to his kingship. That Menashe knew that Hashem, he is God. Ibn Yahya comments that even if the reason for Teshuvah, returning to Hashem, is suffering. The suffering is the cause of the teshuvah. A person will go from one level, this level, to a higher level. A person can move up in their levels until they are returning to Hashem with all their heart. It may start superficially. But even when we serve Hashem loylishma, not for its own sake of serving Hashem, this can lead us to a place of serving Hashem lishma from a real, authentic place of serving Hashem just for the sake of serving Him. We shouldn't feel inhibited in our service of Hashem if our motivations start out superficial, because it's a starting point. And the effect of performing the actions over time can work its way inwards. We can aim to work on our motivations, our depth of connection, our focus, 
but we can also know that it's a process and a route into doing things with the right motivation. It can come about through performing even without the right intention initially. Psukim 14 to 15. After this, Manasha builds a wall outside of the city of David. More specifics are given in Posuk 14. He makes the wall very high and he puts army officers in all the fortified cities of Yehuda. He removes the foreign gods and the idolatrous image from the Beis HaMikdash and all the altars that he had built on the mountain of the Beis HaMikdash and in Yerushalayim, and he casts them outside of the city. Posuk 16, He built the altar of Hashem and offered peace and thanksgiving offerings upon it. Metzidas David says this means that Menashe fixed and renewed the altar. Rashi explains that Menashe thanked Hashem for bringing him back to Yerushalayim and to his kingship. He, Menashe, told Yehuda to serve Hashem, God of Yisrael. Pasuk 17. But the people continued to sacrifice on the Bamais, the high places, but to Hashem their God. They offered to Hashem on these. Posuk 18, the Yeser Divrei Menashe, the rest of the matters of Menashe, Usfilosoi El Eloikov, and his prayer to his God, the Divrei Hachoizim Hamadabrim Elav, Bashem Hashem Eloikei Yisrael, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of Hashem, God of Yisrael, Hinom Al Divrei Malchei Yisrael, they are in the Divrei of the kings of Yisrael, meaning, as Metzudas David clarifies, they are written in the records of the kings of Yisrael. Posuk 19, And his prayer, and his prayer being accepted, and all his sin and his unfaithfulness and the places on which he built Bamais and put up the Asherim and the idols before he humbled himself. Hinom Kosuvim al Divri Choizai. They are written in the words of the Choizai, which Malbim says means seers. Malbim explains that the first tefillah of Menashe mentioned here refers to when he prayed while imprisoned. And it's written in the history records of the kings of Yisrael, and it is found in the Apocrypha, which is secular. But the prayer that he prayed later on, which is the one mentioned in Posuk 19, that is holy, and is found in the words of the seers, the prophets, and this tefillah, this prayer, is Tehillim Samach Vav, Tehillim Perak 66, Lamnatseach Shir Mizmar Horiu Leleikim Kol Haaretz. Malbin points out, Tehillim 66, that the author is not named, and it is his view that the author of this Perak of Tehillim is Menashe ben Chizkiyo. Malbim's commentary on Tehillim 66 is fascinating to learn how the words of the Perak relate to Menashe's experience. Posuk 20, Vayishkav Menashe im avaisav vayikberuhu beisoi. Menashe lay with his fathers and they buried him beisoi, which Malbim says means in his house. 
Vayimleich Amain Benai Tachtov, Amain his son, reigned in his stead. Amain is 22 years old when he becomes king and he reigns in Yerushalayim for two years. Posuk 22, Vayas Horab Eine Hashem. Ka'asher Osa Menashe Oviv. Ulechol Hapasilim Asher Osa Menashe Oviv, Zibach Amain Vaya Avdeim. He did that which was evil in Hashem's eyes, like Manasseh his father had done. And all the idols that Manasseh his father made, Amain sacrificed to and worshipped them. Posuk 23 But he did not humble himself before Hashem, as his father Manasseh had humbled himself, because he is Amain. He is Amain, meaning, as Pamatsudas Dovid, that he was the same person from beginning to end. Hirba Ashma, he gained more and more guilt. He didn't return from his ways. Minchas Erev comments that he was evil from his beginning to his end, and his guilt increased, both quantitatively in his deeds and with time. As per Pesukim 24-25, Amain's servants conspire against him and kill him in his house. The people of the land smite all those who conspired against King Amain, Vayamlichu Am Ho'aretz, Es Yoshiyahu Venoi Tachtov. The people of the land made his son Yoshiyahu king in his stead. Thank you for studying together Lilui Nishmas, Rose Foreman, Razel Rochelbas Ariel Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin, Rochelbas Schleimer.